Thanks for joining me on Jesus and Books. I'm Jason Comley. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the book Misquoting Jesus, the story behind Who Changed the Bible and Why by Bart D. Ehrman. Also, in preparing for this episode, I read the books The Language of Jesus, Introducing Aramaic by Stephen Andrew Missick, and The Hidden Gospel, Decoding the Spiritual Message of the Aramaic Jesus by Neil Douglas Klotz. For The Hidden Gospel, I read the book and listened to the audiobook, which is under the same name, but with different content. Uh, I could hear the accent and the pronunciation of the language and those kinds of things, which I found was helpful. He also sings and chants, which uh, may or may not be of interest to you. But the purpose of this podcast, as some of you may know, is to learn more about Jesus, to unravel the mystery of Jesus. And I hope that by reading these books, I'm triangulating toward a authentic, accurate depiction of Jesus. By sharing what I learn with you, I hope that we both draw closer to Jesus. And this has been a very interesting journey, to use that shop-worn cliche. I've learned a lot. One thing I've learned is that Mark, and um, this is through reading not only Misquoting Jesus, but other books, you know, Mark is the original source. It's the first source to which Matthew and Luke copied from. So let me uh, give you more information on that. So about 30 years after the crucifixion of Jesus, so that's around 55 to 65 AD, Mark recorded the gospel bearing his name, so the gospel of Mark, according to eyewitness accounts given by Peter and other apostles. Mark wrote these eyewitness accounts in Greek. So that was the first source, the original source. Matthew and Luke copied from Mark and embellished it a little bit, clarified it, cleaned up what they felt was Mark's bad Greek, and embellished it with or supplemented, I should say, with a source called Q. And Q is a, a collection of hypothetical sayings from the Christian oral tradition. So the thing is, is that Mark is the original source. And in Mark, we see some emotional content of Jesus that we don't see elsewhere. Jesus gets angry uh, more often. And I should say that in preparing for this podcast, I couldn't help but think about the uh, show The Incredible Hulk. I used to watch that when I was a kid. Back in 1978, David Banner was played by Bill Bixby, and The Incredible Hulk was, was played by Lou Ferrigno. I used to love the show when I was a kid. Well, a few years ago, I went back and I watched it just to see if it was as great as I remember it. But it was actually quite dull. David Banner didn't get angry enough. He didn't get angry enough to turn into the Hulk. It really you really had to push him hard. And so and then when he did turn into the Hulk, the Hulk only lasted for one or two minutes and then so it was really is really disappointing. It was actually quite a, a boring show. And you know, I would say you know Jesus is a lot more dynamic 
and real and gets angry more in Mark than we do see in Matthew and Luke and the other Gospels. So this was mentioned in Misquoting Jesus, the book Misquoting Jesus, that some of this emotional content when Jesus got angry, and we'll look at two examples, that it was seemingly omitted in the other Gospels like Matthew and Luke. So Jesus is a lot more uh, tame, perhaps. I, I don't know what the word is, but Mark, even though it's the shortest of the Gospels, we see a Jesus that's a lot more commanding on, on the offense, you, you might even say. Uh, he, he turns into the Hulk more, if we're, uh, we're going to go that, in that direction. We'll look at two examples. My point is, is that going to Mark, I think we can get a really close look at how Jesus was. Another way, too, is that Jesus spoke in Aramaic. That was his native language. And who he spoke to, the people around him also spoke Aramaic. The stories and events of Jesus' life were orally transmitted as Aramaic. The Gospel of Matthew declares that the fame of Christ spread throughout all of Syria. All of Syria is Aramaic-speaking during his ministry. That's Matthew 4.24. There's a classic example of why this translation matters so much. So in Matthew 19.24, Jesus is talking about rich man going into heaven is like a camel going the, um, through the eye of a needle. So it's, you know, I tell you, it is hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When you go to the Aramaic translation, so this is the one I'm using, a very, really highly reputed version is the Holy Bible from the ancient Eastern text by George M. Lamsa. I own that one. It's excellent. In Matthew 19.24, says, Again I say unto you, it is easier for a rope to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. The Aramaic word gamla means rope and camel. So based on context, you can choose camel or rope. What makes more sense? Now the thing is, I looked at another Aramaic uh, Peshetta translation of the New Testament, and this one was by Janet Majeria. Again, I went to Matthew 19.24, and she had kept it as camel. So she had a choice. She kept it as camel because that's traditionally what's been used. But it's just interesting how it makes more sense that our Jesus would probably say rope than camel. The you know camel going through the eye of a needle, there's been various theories, but nothing's really been supported. All right, so now I'm going to go back to those two examples that we see in Mark. So let's first go to the where Jesus heals a leper. This is Mark chapter 1, 40 to 45. Now in this first example, I'm going to use three different versions. I'm going to use the Amplified Bible. I talked about this before. I love it. It's excellent. I'm going to refer to my what could be my new favorite, the Holy Bible from the Ancient Eastern Text, a translation from Aramaic to English by George M. Lamsa. And then I'll be looking at the King James Version, which is also my favorite. All right, so um, here is 
Jesus heals a leper, Mark 1, 40 to 45. Now let's look at Jesus in this. We're going to compare it to Matthew and Luke's version. Okay, so here is the amplified Bible version first. And a leper came to him, begging him on his knees and saying to him, If you are willing, you are able to make me clean. And being moved with pity and sympathy, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him and said unto him, I am willing, be made clean. And at once the leprosy completely left him, and he was made clean by being healed. And Jesus charged him sternly, sharply and threateningly, and with earnest admonition, and acting with deep feeling, thrust him forth and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you tell nothing of this to anyone, but be gone, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your purification what Moses commanded as proof and evidence and witness to the people that you are really healed. But he went out and began to talk so freely about it and blaze abroad the news, spreading it everywhere, that Jesus could no longer openly go into a town, but was outside in lonely desert places. But the people kept on coming to him from all sides and every quarter. So, wow, we see Jesus that's, you know, charges this leper that he just heals sternly, thrust him forth and send him away at once. So this is from the Aramaic to English translation. And you can find links to all of these at jesusandbooks.com in the show notes. And there came to him a leper who fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, If you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus had mercy on him and stretched out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing, be clean. And in that hour, his leprosy disappeared from him, and he became clean. And Jesus rebuked him and put him out and said to him, Look, why are you telling it to the people? But go away, show yourself to the priest, and present an offering for the sake of your cleansing, according to what Moses commanded as their testimonial. But when he went out, he began to publish it still more and to spread the word, so that Jesus was no longer able to enter the city openly, but he remained outside in a lonely place, and they came to him from everywhere. So again, Jesus rebukes him and puts him out after healing this man. Here's the King James Version. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will, be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. And he straightly charged him, and forthwith sent him away. So straightly being, warned him sternly. And saith unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way. Shew thyself to thy priest, and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Okay, so again we see Jesus getting angry, uh, hot under the collar there. Now let's, we'll quickly, actually, you know, Matthew and Luke are almost word for word the same, except they omit the part of Jesus getting angry and rebuking. That's what uh, misquoting Jesus really brought to my attention is this toning down of Jesus. So I'll give you the King James Version. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately 
his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, shew thyself to thy priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto him. That's Matthew. Luke is the same. We don't see any mention of that, of Jesus getting angry. So there's another example where Jesus heals a man with a withered hand. And again, in the Mark, we see Jesus getting angry, justifiably so. But we, we see Jesus getting angry, and we don't see that in Luke. So the Mark version, 3, 1 to 6, And he entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he saith unto the man which had a withered hand, Stand forth. And he saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days, or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked round about them with anger, being grieved for their hardness of their hearts, he saith unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. And the Pharisees went forth and straightway took counsel with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. That's the Mark version. Luke. Now we really can see an example of how Luke takes from Mark, clarifies the Greek a little bit, makes it a little easier to read, but tones it down, takes out Jesus getting angry. Here's the King James Version, Luke 6, 6 to 11. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered in the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find an accusation against him. But they knew their thoughts and said to the man which had a withered hand, Rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he stood up and stood forth. Then Jesus said unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath days to do good or to do evil, to save life or destroy it? And they looked round about, and looking round upon them all, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand, and he did so, and his hand was restored whole as to the other. And they were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do with Jesus. So kind of messed the reading up a little bit, but we don't see Jesus getting angry in this one. That was removed. So it's just something to think about when we are trying to get closer to Jesus, trying to understand Jesus better, to get a more full and complete picture of who Jesus was. Some recommendations, the Aramaic to English version. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Also the Amplified Bible by Zondervan. But also you may want to consider Mark first. I think they're all valuable. They're all valuable accounts, but Mark, we see Jesus go hulk more. Not really, but um, but we do see Jesus be a lot more commanding, assertive, and on the offensive than we see in the other Gospels. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Jesus in Books. I appreciate you listening. Take care for now. God bless. 